1: The amount of times Thor is giving a, trying to give a rousing speech and it falls
2: flat. That happens every single time. That happens like I think more than four times. The one joke that didn't get old for me was the screaming goats. I don't know why. I don't. I'm just. I have a monkey brain, and it made me laugh. Okay, I just like the screaming goats. There was
1: one. One of those that really got me. The
2: one where they went into the shadow realm. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Welcome, welcome. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 20, we're at the big two zero. So Alrighty. Looking good. I think 25, maybe we should do a special thing, like a an, a, an event, a Q&A to our maybe two Twitter fans. Or Yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? That'll that sounds fun. fun. That would be fun if we did that. But Thor, Love, and Thunder, let's get right into the movie. This...
1: My bar was fairly low for it, and about recently Like
2: It's, it's alright, I guess. <laughs> What do you think, though, of the director, Taika Waititi? I love him. As I a hope director. I said his name right because I love him. I okay. think you got it
1: right. Uh, but I love the director. However, <laughs> this movie was. I, I'm disappointed with this movie only because it's Taika Waititi and I expected more from him.
2: He has one of my favorite movies, Jojo Rabbit, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite Marvel movies, Thor Ragnarok. It, it's a perfect Marvel movie. It's in definitely in my top three. I would have to go, oh, which one's the best? But definitely in my top three Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And he's directing this one as well. And it seemed like he had all creative control over it. I don't think Marvel was looking over his back changing things much. It seemed like he had a lot of creative freedom. Did you see that as well?
1: I think so. There was also some interviews with him or one of the actors, I believe it was Chris Hemsworth, saying that. This that the kind of goal was Tequity's goal was putting in jokes and scenes and things that like a seven year old would like and
2: write. Right, that was right. the tone of it, which did generally come across. I saw that. Yeah, oh, let's get right into our rating of this. Sure, let's and do that. Uh, I I
1: know that we've actually neglected I think to explain our rating system because to most people just like casually watch or see one. Yeah, episode. we
2: explained like way back in a, episode one or two. We should. Yeah.
1: So. Um, I know most people go like, oh, why is he doing like a 0.07 kind of thing? Like, mm-hmm. However, our system is actually five separate categories that we rate between one, one to 10. And then we average those five categories together to come up with our main score. For mm-hmm. me personally, I typically rate things on a 0.25 basis. So I can be five 5.25 okay. 5.5 5.75 and then six yeah typically where i land out
2: right i get more wild i do sure anything really but let, let's get to it so our five categories and we'll give our overall rating of thor i almost said ragnarok thor love and thunder what's your category by so emotional impact what did I, you give it out of 10 gave it just an even five even five yeah okay i gave it a 5.75 a little bit higher a little bit higher what about characters characters i gave a four Okay, I gave characters a 4.25. Mm-hmm. Just, again, like 0. .25. All right, the .75 of the other one. Now, plot, what'd you give plot? 4.25. I gave it a 4. Okay. Dialogue? 5.75. 5.5 5. for me. We are very close on all of these. And then yeah. finally, the last category, cinematography. Uh, 6.25. I gave it a 7. Okay. So what is your total score for Thor Love and Thunder? Put it on the ceiling.
1: 5.05.
2: 05. 5.05. Okay. My total out of ten is five point three, so we're very close.
1: Yeah, I, I think we both walked out of the theater thinking about like, it's a real eh. I think I, I think eh I of I a movie. I
2: personally, enjoyed it a bit more than you in some sense. Yeah, more so because our initial reaction of it, I don't know why, but my initial reaction was more positive. That mo- the more I thought about it, the more it went down just slightly. But I didn't have a bad time. It mm. wasn't. Gen- I didn't genuinely not enjoy myself. So I. I wouldn't say in that sense I was. I wasn't angry. I wasn't mad. Like oh they. Uh, did you feel like actually that the no. movie had a was actually bad? Like you're gonna go out of your way or what? What's your general feel of it? How can you describe it?
1: I guess my general feeling was like this movie is not for me. I just thought I yeah. wasn't the ter- uh, the target audience because most of the jokes didn't land for me. A couple of them did, like a couple of them got a chuck, a good chuckle or two. Mm. But overall, most of the jokes didn't land. Like I thought, the beginning with the Guardians of the Galaxy was just so awkward. Like it just, it looked, it felt, it sounded like odd. That's I didn't a, laugh a single time yeah, that, during, that's with a, Guardians of the
2: Galaxy. That's a major part of the plot is the the jokes. Yeah, they they really hammered in on. It seemed like the, uh, someone said this before, I'm sure, but it seemed like they were afraid to not have the audience laugh, like, every minute or two. Like, yeah. there, there was no breather like there was in Ragnarok, or the style of, the, the serious moments that happened, like, Jane has cancer, joke a minute or two later. It, it was too mixed with jokes, which, by the way, oh, I... By the way, if it's not clear by now, spoiler warning. Yeah, spoilers. Always spoilers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Unless that so. otherwise, right?
1: Yeah, uh, we're normally pretty bad at that. I'm sorry, yeah. but I'll try to do better. But anyway, so, spoiler from yeah. here on
2: out. Jane has cancer.
1: Jane and that's has a very
2: cancer. serious topic. Yeah. And there's one, I guess, emotional scene where Thor's like, because, because I love you, that's why I don't want you coming out to battle with me while you have cancer. But the, the jokes seem to override these, the moments where you could actually look at it and mm-hmm. appreciate and get involved in the movie a lot.
1: Plenty of times. Well, actually, let's go right into emotional impact, since we're kind of already talking about it. Okay,
2: how we feel, right?
1: Yeah. So, one one of the things that really undercut my emotional investment in the movie is how many times the jokes seem to come at the expense of the character. And when I mean that, it comes at the expense of character consistency. So, things where a character shouldn't do that because it's not how the character's been established, and yet they do it anyway because it's the joke. Example, being how in the beginning the first Thor movie, he is he the reason why he's stripped of his powers is because he's bombastic, he destroys all these things and doesn't care about collateral damage and, you know, too hot-headed. And doesn't think about things around him. And by the end he learns that and even in Thor the Dark World, like he
2: steps away from Pause a second. Do you think hmm. this movie is worse than Dark World? No. Okay. All right. You, you can continue. You're no. Safe, no, you're safe. no, I'm not going to say that. It's not, not, it's not that. that bad at all. <laughs> no, it's not that yeah.
1: bad. All right. Um, but in Thor of The Dark World, there was a scene where he moves away from a group of people, then summons the Bifrost because he doesn't want to cause damage to the area. Mm. And that happened several times. Or when he has a bit more tact and he's a bit more careful with his powers because he knows how strong he is. And basically showing that he's starting to care about others around him and is aware. And in this movie, he's in the middle of a building, and he just summons the Bifrost in the middle. For the joke, right? For like, the joke. Mm. And yes, haha, funny. It, like, look at he's awkward, he's fine, but Thor knows better than that. He learned. He's learned. He's had three other movies before Fair. this. He should know better. Or um, Valkyrie. When Thor, for some reason, is talking to the children, like, somehow he has the power to talk to children, like, just project himself in front of the children somewhere across mm. the galaxy alright but he's talking to them trying to comfort them and Valkyrie is like tickling him while he's talking talking to him
2: getting him out of that scene with the children which was actually interesting yeah was but was an interesting also, scene
1: they should be like concerned for the children and the fact that she should care that. yeah she seems to care about these children and like wants to get them back and f- afraid for their lives and yet she's messing with, she's not messing with Thor, she's messing with those children too. Hmm. And it's it's a really, like, don't be a dick, Valkyrie. Like, <laughs> this is not that moment. Don't do that. Hmm. Uh, I don't think she would honestly do that, but the movie wanted the joke.
2: It, it subverts that, that just for the joke. It goes yes. out of its way to find a joke where there shouldn't be a joke.
1: Yes. And it betrays the character while doing so. And that happens several times. Like, I, almost every character, there's a bunch of things like that. Where it doesn't doesn't feel
2: authentic to the character. I do want to add some chocolate to your syrup. Okay. Okay. Does anyone like that saying? Those those that came up with that I on the top don't. of my head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna add some chocolate to that syrup here. Oh, yours isn't even syrup. What you said was not sweet about the movie. It was actually like a I need a yeah, different no, analogy. Yeah, you're saying doesn't work. It doesn't work here, but in another situation I'll use it and it'll work great. But we us giving it a five means very neutral. That's our neutral zone. There's things we liked, things we didn't like. I'm, I'm speaking yeah. for you here, but you agree with that general sentiment? Yeah.
1: No. Five is. I don't really it's like level. it. I don't really dislike it. It is smack dab yeah. the middle. Like it's a yeah. movie.
2: Yeah. No. I I could complain a lot, and oh, I will eventually throughout this. Yeah. There there's a lot of times where yeah, that humor was too much, to the point where, and I think you'd agree, the subversion of the joke, right? Of you don't expect the joke to come. They subverted so often that the subversion itself became expected. Yeah, I said that about I think Pariah when we reviewed that as well. You did that that's that it's, it's when it, it's one of my critiques of yeah. stuff like that when you do it too much. So for example, the scene we have with Thor going in the very beginning, helping the Guardians and saving this planet uh, to not saving this tribe. I don't know what you call them and going to that glass temple thing, coming out and giving the speech. I think everyone can predict. Yeah, there's the thing's going to collapse behind him and it's going to be a joke. That's just one example, but...
1: Well, it also, there's several jokes that happen just so many times, it really loses its steam. mm -hmm. So the amount of times Thor's giving a, trying to give a rousing speech and it falls flat. Mm -hmm. That happens every single time. That happens, like, I think more
2: than four times. The one joke that didn't get old for me was the screaming goats. I don't know why. I don't, I'm just, I have a monkey brain and it made me laugh, okay? I just like the screaming goats. (laughs) There was
1: one one of those
2: that really got me. The, The one where they went into the shadow realm. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> the that, planet. Was, that, that was good that was, that was really good but but, that's what I mean the, the, you gotta give the mix of there were genuine moments where I chuckled and I was like that's funny that's yeah. that's funny but I think the reason I chuckled is because there were a thousand jokes <laughs> yeah. there were so many jokes it's hard not to laugh because there's that many does that make sense it's kind of like well, you toss a, a ton There's was a also the hurt.
1: the hammer the hammer and uh, storm uh, am I saying it right it,
2: oh god the other hammer. There's
1: Mjolnir, and then there's Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker, there you go. Uh, it. Saved it. Uh, how that, like, he's treating him like an ex, an ex-lover, and how many times Stormbreaker's jealous and fl- one of those. Funny. It keeps going through the whole movie. It's like it gets real old real quick.
2: A little, uh, a little asterisk there in that. I did so. I like the trope. So the trope change they did to the love triangle where it's now a hammer. Makes it it's a new interesting concept of not just funny, but it was genuinely like, Yeah, this is his hammer that he's loved all of his life. That's an actual conflict I could see happening in this crazy movie that was mm-hmm. given to us. I like that concept, execution wise, of a bit too much. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. I was like, okay. Yeah, so,
1: I just thought it was too much. So like yeah. an edge on the side of eh too much.
2: So I I guess the summary, emotionally speaking, is we both felt like it was funny at times, but overall, did it too much, and it was... The tone didn't
1: blend. So when it wanted to be serious, it undercut itself, and just, there were not enough quiet breathing moments for the jokes to really hit. Correct. Because a lot of what made Ragnarok so great is the really funny scene, and then goes right down to a somber scene, and a real quiet moment, and like... It, you get that real serious moment, and right. then that contrast and makes makes it a far more enjoyable time. Where this one's just at like a eleven constantly.
2: Mm. Like Odin dies in Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and there's a there's breathing room. It impacts the story. A you real emotional
1: it. moment between him and Loki. <sighs> Ooh, really okay. good.
2: Let's let's digest that. Yeah. But
1: also epic scenes. So like instead of just funny, there's also the like awesome battle, and it's really. Like the battle itself is taken seriously and epic, and it's not undercut with a joke. Yeah. Or when it is, it's sparingly, like the Hulk falling, just completely oh, collapse on the is, ground. That is the funniest scene. But I that, think was, in that was That was <laughs> the so joke. Good. That was the joke in the fight scene. Yep. There's not much else. Like, but that that's memorable because the rest of it is fairly serious. Yeah. Where this one, it's oh, constant. It's so funny though. Ugh. That was pretty funny.
2: I, I want to move into characters. Yeah, let's move into. The I want to talk about the most disappointing character. Who? By far, the biggest mm. downgrade from the previous movie is Korg. Yeah. Yeah, too much. Too much Korg. <laughs> Korg in Ragnarok was like a perfectly crafted recipe of just enough Korg. Just, oh, so funny here and there. And every line just was banger after banger after banger. And then with Thor, Love, and Thunder, Korg's in it seemingly a lot more. And the whole head thing and the constant joke, it just the timing was off. The constant jokes were off. They didn't hit as much. And I felt less love for Korg, and I love Korg, so I was sad. He's an example of something I want to get
1: into a little later, of... He was a real show of... This movie was very much a tell-don't-show. Oh. where It should be show-don't-tell. Uh, I think that there's one of my biggest problems with this movie. Mm. How many times that Cork is just narrating what we're supposed to feel and what the characters are feeling. It's It feels really lazy. Mm um like Korg's line with Valkyrie when he just goes on that spiel of like oh are you being emotionally distant because you lost your uh Val- other previous Valkyrie girlfriend or afraid to get attached to anyone else and instead of growing attachment you're actually uh drinking to the bottom of the bottle and she's like yep Okay, right. <laughs> you don't feel like,
2: anything because they didn't show that, right?
1: You should show that. Like I yeah. know it's supposed to be a joke, but it the joke doesn't land. No. And so if the joke doesn't land, it's kind of a, it's a disservice to the character.
2: Yeah. what what did you think about Valkyrie's character?
1: Definitely one of the least enjoyable. Like, there's just not much going for her. Yeah. And I do think some of it is the acting. She doesn't have many facial features like facial expressions. What would they give like, her, really. That's, I guess, true, I, but she I, just doesn't look. I would, very... I would
2: say something more in the acting if there was more there, as in as far as a conflict. Like her conflict was literally Korg telling her that oh, she are, has a conflict. Are you distant yeah. about uh, the like we we don't understand it because we're not shown anything in the movie. Her her whole thing is I'm gonna tickle Thor's nose and uh, I'll be here in the fight. It just wasn't impactful or emotional because how can you connect with her with what they gave you, right? I guess so. Regardless, it's just her. You know, I think someone you mentioned uh, when we were talking about this briefly that you were thinking you weren't going to like, but you actually didn't mind at all, was Jane. Yeah, actually. Uh, I, I Seeing the trailers,
1: I thought, oh, I'm not going to like the Jane Foster becoming the new Thor. Didn't mind it. And I thought it was one of the least
2: bad aspects of the movie. The least bad? Yeah. Man. I think you give this a five five. Could you give it more 5.05, oh, five, five, five oh, five, Not five five. Very mm-hmm. different scores. But five. Explain to me why you gave it the point oh five and it didn't go to the four range. Come on, give I'm some fo- positive vibes. I'm focusing
1: on the negatives, but yeah, there's some jokes there. I mean, many of the characters are charming. I actually quite liked some of the Jane scenes of her being like an awkward superhero and trying to get the line out, and how she actually has some chemistry with Thor. Mm. Other than when they just outright say it, and they just have these flashbacks, where again they're telling, not showing.
2: Did you like Jane's hammer? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, that was I mean cool. I'm not saying Mjolnir because it's now Jane's. We're saying James' version of Mjolnir, where it shoots out and comes back.
1: It's so cool. I, I cool. like the broken parts of the hammer, and then they can operate independently and come back together. Yeah, that is a super cool concept.
2: Yeah, I really, I really like that. Actually, I was like, oh, that, that's fun.
1: I it actually. It reminds me of a Netflix show, um, like...
2: That reminds you of a se- Netflix show?
1: Seven, like Scissor Seven or something.
2: Se- uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Never seen it, though.
1: It is... It's, okay. it's content. Mm. The last season that came out was pretty enjoyable. Mostly okay. comedy. Mostly just silly stuff. But the cool idea from that is a sword that's really shattered into pieces. Okay. but through some kind of magic or mental, it holds itself together. So it can operate independently just like Thor's hammer. Very cool. And so there's some really cool scenes, you know, like in a sword clash and then just the part where it's connecting moves apart and then back together. So you can nice. go through people's swords, things like that. It's a cool concept.
2: That is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we're on Jane as well, I will say uh, this is more plot issue, but I'll, I'll say this. I'll mention this briefly. I didn't love how they showed us how she... And I'm saying this, I love shows, and I love that, (laughs) but the fact that they showed us how she got Mjolnir in the first 10 minutes of the movie, I thought it would have probably been better if she already had Mjolnir, and it's kind of confusing how she's there, and then it does the backtrack of, like, it's explained to us as the movie goes on. Like, it it connects later, rather Mm. than us show It's kind of a little boring of seeing her how she gets Mjolnir, rather than... It would have been more of a shock if he's fighting, and then what... The, we see it coming because they showed us it, and then she pops down and helps him fight, rather than if she popped down and helps fight, and we're like, how would that happen? Obviously, it's in the trailer and not the biggest surprise, but yeah. would've been would have been interesting. But what did you think about the big man himself, Thor? <sighs> if this was isolated,
1: if this was just an isolated movie, MCU, like... All the previous Thor movies aren't, are around. He, Chris Hemsworth is charming. Like He, he, he has that charm. It, he acts very well. It's great. Great acting. All that stuff. But in the context of the MCU movie, he feels like he's moving backwards on character. Like how I mentioned before of how he makes some decisions that he would have made in the first Thor movie. Or he just feels really aimless. Where in Ragnarok, he seemed to have a direction. And then you know, Endgame really undercut him, and then this movie further, like even by the end of the movie, where he now has a daughter, type thing, but still feels really aimless. What do
2: you think about his motive here, to from not feeling anything to searching for this piece of I want to feel shitty again, essentially? Of
1: he already had that. Mm. He had like he had that in Infinity War, of he was closing himself off because like. You know, I've lost everything. What more could I lose? And it, very much unfeeling and uncaring. And then he went through a depression arc. And then back to the other. So it just felt.
2: They're going to turn the set fifth set movie up, out of him, too. So. They
1: set up for three movies of Thor becoming king of Asgard and becoming a good person and good leader. And then it just went right off the cliff. And this one's mm-hmm. no different. So I didn't this is almost a continuation of like endgame, the endgame's problems.
2: Yep. And I, I think Thor peaked in Infinity. both Infinity War and Ragnarok where his he just excelled. It was so cool to see. Yeah. A little disappointing there. But what about the villain of the story? Christian Bell himself, he he plays Gore the God Butcher. Is that it? Or the God Slayer? It's God Butcher, God right? God Butcher. So Gore the God Butcher. What are you what are your thoughts on him?
1: So I've heard thoughts on the internet, so I have not read any comics on gore mm-hmm. or thor comics in general but i hear that gore looks very different in the comics and people were upset that they couldn't make him look more comic accurate however no knowledge of the comics i thought he did pretty well and you know christian bale's a great actor so he he definitely felt odd. Aw- he felt odd in this movie he felt out of place because the rest of the movie is really silly campy cheesy and he seemed like he was going serious. for an Oscar
2: nomination everyone else was going for like a have a good hey here we go like yeah. it's they're
1: two different movies essentially yeah it, it felt weird but like good and he he's definitely I mean, a positive Christian bell yeah it's a positive aspect of it so yeah yeah no I think he did well but I know not s-
2: huge complaints with him
1: no not really any huge okay. complaints but let's go into the plot let's
2: do it so, oh what before we do that oh, we okay. have to mention the best character in the movie was Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon was hilarious. I thought as <laughs> I really appreciated his two scenes that the the, the call to the previous movie and then also when everything's everything there's all this chaos we need a like, play. We need art in the times of chaos. We need art. Like that's what I'm saying. Some of the jokes really did hit and I chuckled. Yeah. But all right, plot time. Alright, so what
1: what did you actually um what did you think about the plot in general? Like compare this one to like Ragnarok.
2: Oh, compared to Ragnarok, it's leagues different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just if I'm describing Love and Thunder's plot, it's poor. It's poor, and the part of that comes from the the mixture of jokes being too much is surface level reason of like, yeah, it's too much. But a lot of it comes down to the the elements that they the goals of the movie and and mm-hmm. the. MacGuffins, essentially, that they use, like the Eternity. was that what it was called, the Eternity? Or, yeah, Eternity is a character. Eternity the character, right? Didn't like that for several reasons, and didn't love the motivation of... I There was a comment. This is not my... I, I have this written down, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie could have been so much more is what disappoints me as well. But there's a comment by the guy's YouTube name is Gentleman J. It was on... A YouTube, uh, some some reviews that there. I was looking through the comment section and he said this. He said, imagine if Gore, Gore the God Butcher, uh, always meant to bring his daughter back. That was always his intention. But the only way to do this was to go to the center of the universe where the gods get their power from. So he has to butcher gods to get there, to save his daughter. While Thor has to contemplate, do I protect these elite entitled gods or the man who's trying to bring his daughter back. And so where the villain has a powerful point. Like that I, I read that comment and went, oh, that would have been a fantastic plot. And man, what,
1: what a difference of the title would be. Love, his daughter, versus Thunder. Love and Thunder, oh, the gods. Oh, the gods are his daughter, Okay.
2: Know? So that I read that comment, and went, Wow, this this guy just wrote it better than than Marvel did, in my opinion.
1: Well, especially by the end, kind of thinking to myself, like yeah, why wasn't your intention to bring your daughter back? Like you're going to say, like kill all the gods? Like,
2: yeah, you question that big time. Like, like isn't that a huge pr- thing? Like, that it, you once you daughter, know
1: that that's yeah. there, like just wish your daughter back.
2: Exactly. Yeah, that I'm I was blown away by that comment personally. I was like, wow, that that I would have loved that movie. Yeah. So, and eternity, the whole thing, it adds a lot of problems to like why oh. wasn't this mentioned before. Well, it thing is, is <laughs> it's not
1: that it was unknown before. Clearly, all the gods knew it. Like, right. It's Like, legisl- it's not unknown. Why didn't Thanos go for it? Right. It's completely undefended. It, like, you just need the Bifrost. Yep. And like, oh, it was secret. It's a key. You look at the front door. Like, it's the Bifrost symbol. It's on the Like, you can figure it out. You look at the front door and go, oh, that that's what that's the symbol with the Bifrost makes. Do the thing. <laughs> Do the thing. <laughs> go get, like, it's not only Stormbreaker that can create the Bifrost. Like, you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, Heimdall was able to do it. There was a machine, like, was a machine that could do it. Yeah. So.
2: Well, yeah. But, what did you think uh, about the uh, the other plot direction of... Kill, didn't officially kill Zeus, but the whole God scene. And the twist they put on that. What did you think?
1: Oh, I, I didn't like the whole God's... Like, the whole God planet. The whole thing in
2: general. Can you give it one thing of credit, though? Of... Hmm. Doctor Strange, the most recent Marvel movie prior, is called Multiverse of Madness. Thor, Love, and Thunder significantly had more madness in like a... Yeah. It's definitely more fun than Multiverse of Madness in that sense of there's a lot... They went to more planets. A lot more was going on than a movie literally titled Multiverse of Madness, which is one thing to give it credit for. At least it was fun and crazy.
1: Sure. I, I just thought the costumes looked really cheap and they looked... <sighs> let's talk about that. It looked like a theme park okay costume like uh, the russell crowe was it or no it wasn't who was yeah russell crowe oh that's right yeah russell crowe was um, zeus did not work at all like i thought that was terrible casting and his accent was weird his look was just bad <laughs> he looked cheap like the whole, uh, all I of the god and that what? whole thing just looked cheap and bad i the, the thunderbolt I just looked stupid
2: I didn't mind the costumes. I, I actually I thought the cinemat- I'm lumping that in cinematography just how things sure. are visualized and whatnot. But the I appreciated the costumes and the visuals. It was very v- flamboyant, bright, vibrant. Mm-hmm. It's it was the tone of the movie. And mm. if it was a different movie, I would have been more bothered, but I liked how I I liked the uniqueness and the kind of excitement it brought you. And the costumes were like ridiculous in a fun way, which is the tone of the movie. So I, I'm not gonna harp on it for that.
1: I, I just didn't think it looked that cool. So like Thor's, okay. Thor's new costume, I thought looked worse.
2: Oh, okay. Well, how about the Shadow Realm? Was that cool?
1: That was cool. All right. We I can thought, agree there. I thought they looked pretty cool. The monsters are really forgettable, but the look of gore was really cool, and him jumping in and out and like yeah, the ambiance that was neat
2: as you mentioned the he was supposed to be an alien creates. right hmm? in that comics he's an alien creature yeah. I, I liked his look. Did you like his look?
1: I, I liked it well enough yeah, yeah.
2: And especially with Christian Bale's acting. his facial expressions are great. Sure. I think your favorite scene we mentioned real quick your favorite scene was the shadow realm where he was pushing uh, you know he was toying with them yeah when he had them all captured and strung up.
1: I, I liked the... The best part of the movie for me was when they went to the black and white planet. There's a bunch of little things. like yeah. My favorite joke was the uh, the goat screaming when they hit the small ah! planet. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that was my favorite joke of the whole movie. Yeah. and But then all the little stuff of how it... Cinematography-wise, how it looked, the black and white stuff, and how when Jane used Thor's hammer's light, it brought color to it, mm. cool touch. They're... I liked gore scenes and fights um, when he's mm-hmm. toying with all of them. Of just like he breaks their character down, then it's like,
2: and away you go. And away. next one, <laughs> yeah, that was that was cool. So I, I think uh, the I love that joke as well. One that also really got me. I don't know why, but when Thor was saying, uh, when Thor was saying, "Oh yeah, this," I don't mean eat the children. Oh, those were those were uh, very regrettable times or something like that. I I laughed at that because it was it was, it was just yeah. fun to me. Ah. But Shadow Realm, you you like the look of that? You like the feel? Was there the cinematography more so? I think that that really covers it. It was shot well enough. I, I think the rainbow stuff with the with the goats. I I think the rainbow road. I like Mario Kart. That
1: was my favorite thing of visual wise was the boat and the goats dragging the boat across the Bifrost Bridge. Yeah, that was cool looking. Nice. I thought that was neat. Nice, but yeah I, I just didn't think the set or costumes looked as good as others. I thought it was a step down
2: from I mean I think Ragnarok's better visually speaking, but still it's it's fun. Eh. But I see your point it's it can be too much. It could be not your thing. Last
1: uh, the last touch on cinematography is the fight scenes and the music were fine but significant step down from Ragnarok. Yep, agreed. Like, there, there wasn't really any fight scenes that were memorable, unlike Ragnarok, where
2: plenty. The music didn't stand out to me. Did it stand out to you at all?
1: Yeah, they, they had some good songs in there, too. Like, they had some big songs, but mm-hmm. I don't remember them. Which Yeah,
2: which is odd. Yeah, hmm. so
1: I, the music clearly didn't fit as well as in Ragnarok, where right. Ragnarok at least has two great like fight scenes in music where... Dun, 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 dun. You can still think well, about. Well, that it. was ma- that was Taika Waititi made the movie for that song, effectively. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which, but with continue. all this
2: being said, we still love you, Taika. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, we'll I, still I'm still, still going to
1: watch whatever he makes. Yeah. Like, he's a great. I think he's, he's a great a genius, director.
2: Just this one didn't hit.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can't all have winners. Yeah. So, but uh I I have a question for you. I okay. thought would be interesting. It's probably not. what MCU character do you think if added would make the movie significantly better Hulk Hulk again
2: because if they fixed Hulk because I didn't like the direction you went and Ragnarok was so good so they have the most chemistry since we've already seen them in prior movies together Mm -hmm. and he's one of the few that would make sense like who else would make sense in that movie I don't know we just saw Doctor Strange. I kind of lost him. Uh, so, who else would make sense? Spider Man comes from out of nowhere. I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, so, and you got Bruce. Bruce Banner's one of the originals with Thor. So I'll they go. They honest? go way back.
1: I think Falcon would be great.
2: Hmm. Explain
1: the the contrast. Everyone's like God, gods, and all this, <laughs> or him or Clint. Clint Barton okay. would be just so good of like the humor of it. Of. Like, I could just imagine Hawkeye just going, like, why the hell am I here? Got you. Yeah. And also, you could have a Because they're playing with the gods things. He, he could have a real fun thing with him and, like, Achilles or something. Uh, and, like, you know, one of the, the godly archers. And so the thing that would make him relevant in the fights would he would... From the gods, he would steal, like, this <laughs> magical bow and arrow. Nice. And he would do that. But just I see that. how That's much cool. of... You know, a step down in power he would be, and how out of place he would be. It would add a lot to that movie. Gotcha. Okay, I see that. So, yeah, Hulk was my knee jerk reaction. I mm. I might agree with you there. That's yeah.
2: that's a good answer too.
1: Him or like Sam also has just some some good sass mm. that I think would add well to it.
2: Okay, that would be cool. Well, I, I mean, since we're talking about more more general things, I had a big question for you on Phase Four. Mm. Phase Four. It's the multiverse now, so there's a lot of content right now. And with Phase Four, does it seem, does it seem like they don't? Does it seem a little aimless to you? Does it? Do you have anything to mention about it that you're frustrated about?
1: It definitely does seem aimless. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy dropped, um, like they had a post-credit scene of the Golden Guy, um, Adam, I think, think his name, some villain. Hmm. Adam, so it's a cosmic kind of villain. Okay. And then now you have uh, Hercules in this one. We're, we're not going to get to him for like, what, four-something movies? Maybe never? He is from Ted Lasso, the, the actor yeah. from Ted Lasso. I like him. But it definitely does seem aimless. Mm-hmm. Like, I was really hoping at the end of Wanda, like, with WandaVision, really hoping that Wanda would be the big bad of the entire MCU. And slowly built up. Yeah. That would have been so cool. Agreed. But they just kind of spent it. It's like, oh, alright. It's gone now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I do think it's a little aimless. The MCU now, at this point, is real hit and miss. Like, sometimes they have a Spider-Man... Um, no Way Home. No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Great. Awesome movie. And then you got a... A Shang-Chi, which is like. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Now, well. But then you have th- like this Black that like
2: th- This movie made 300 million over the weekend. It's still uber successful in the box office. It's Marvel. It's still Marvel. MCU. It's still MCU. And, but the reception of it, interestingly enough, the critics seem to be more critical of the movie than the audience. Yeah.
1: Tends to be how it is, though, normally. Typically with
2: MCU movies? Yeah.
1: Generally. Most people You're
2: like. You're probably right. Yeah. Um. But critics gave this like on on Rotten Tomatoes it's sixty eight percent for critics, eighty one percent for the audience. On IMDB it's a seven overall. So the reception I've seen is that people seem to be disappointed. It's not as good as Ragnarok, but it's still like people are saying it's either fine or it's hot garbage from what I've gathered.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I'm on the fine. Like mm-hmm. it's okay. I'm mostly just disappointed because I thought Taika Waititi could do much better.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: what unfortunate for like a trying to be an interesting episode to a podcast and coming out of it just like milk toast of like very milk toast. Eh, if you like it more, like honestly, I could see someone like really liking this movie because the humor is right up their alley. Yeah, cool for you. Right? The humor hit for me.
2: The humor didn't hit so well. So. Eh. Yeah. Not as much. I mean one of our one of our subscribers, Parzival, he tweeted out at us what his rating was of Thor Love and Thunder. He gave it a he said a solid four point two out of ten. So we're not far off. He's, right. we're at a point of the rating system, and I'm interested to see if he used the rating system. I should ask him. Yeah. So actually very cool.
1: I would love for people in the comments to uh give our rating system a try. Let us know what you thought of Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, using the five categories of emotional impact, characters, plot, dialogue, and cinematography. Average those together and tell us what you thought of the movie. Or just give it an out of 10 and screw us please
2: use them please it would make our we're, day we're, would, we're trying to make our, our rating system a thing it would make us happy <laughs> it, it, it really gets us going it's it's it, we're proud of our rating system way more than we should be it's oh, like yeah. we gonna take no. this one okay how do we get every single thing that encaptures a movie into just five categories that encapsulates your view and there it is so yeah. use it as you will please yeah um you know leave a comment down below
1: subscribe follow us on all our social media Spotify, Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on there. Keep it up. Love you guys. All right. right. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.